This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified, unique, voices. Learn more at univazpods.net. Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen, and so are you! Hello again, my beautiful screamers, and welcome to another episode of Scream Queens. It's the podcast where horror gets gay. This is episode 316. Is that right? Sure, 316. And tonight, the lunatics from the Very Curious Curious Shop are taking over the show. Because we are presenting a full episode of Damn You, Uncle Lewis. Right here, right now, and we're covering perhaps one of the most infamous and popular episodes of Friday the 13th, the series, Vanity's Mirror, the one that's about a cursed mirror that will make you fall in love with that person till the day you die, which is going to be right about now. But before we go a step further, please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Patrick Walsh, and since 2010, I've been your humble guide through the weird and wonderful world of horror movies, but... You have to see them through my very, very gay little eyes. Yee So let's get this out of the way up front. The past few weeks have not been good here at Scream Queen's headquarters. Smoochie was not doing well. She's doing fine now. We'll get to that. Dum dum Smoochie watch, but that's not now. On top of that, my mother is not doing well either. She hasn't been for a while. She's been in and out of the hospital. And when I talked to her last time, she didn't know who I was, like, at all, like, didn't remember my existence at all. It's been very stressful. It's been very tiring. My health has been suffering. I need a week off from the show. And that's why you're getting this episode of Damn You, Wonka Lewis. So don't come at me. And hey, patrons, this episode is actually a deluxe version of what you got on Patreon. Because that time we were up against a time crunch and I didn't have time to put in all the sound bites and put in some extra bells and whistles. They're in this episode. So you're going to get something new. But yeah, I just needed some time off to just not do this for a bit and just take care of myself because I've been getting sick as a result of all the stress that's been going on here. So there you go. That's why this is happening. So what's going on with Smoochie? Well, I'll tell you in this week's episode of Bum Bum Smoochie Watch, you added to that what's going on with that cat? Well, she had a Another one of her stomach infections. She had diarrhea all over the place. She had that emergency room visit, which I talked about. But she wasn't getting better. We did the antibiotics, and she, the diarrhea cleared up, but she was just lethargic and weird. Like, she'd be sleeping. These sleeps would, she'd look like she was dead. It'd be all day she would move. You know, she wouldn't even move to eat. I had to bring her food to her and just kind of roll over and put her face in it without getting up. And I was very, very worried. And she wouldn't, when she had to use the litter box, she wouldn't use the litter box. She'd poop anywhere but the litter box. But I took some advice from the vet, talked her through the whole problem, and they said this sounds more behavioral than a disease. So I got an extra litter box and we started her on Kitty Prozac again. And she's back to her old feisty self. She's giving me the evil eye right now and is hitting me. Smoochie, I'm talking to the nice people. Stop telling them about my diarrhea. I've never pooped in my life. Okay, sorry, girl. Sorry, girl. Sorry, girl. <sighs> What happens in the litter box stays in the litter box, and it's staying in the litter box right now, so why are we even talking about it? I don't know. I don't know. Now, you might recall the last episode I said I got my second shot of the Moderna vaccine just before we had published, and everything was great. I had some mild symptoms the day after. Wasn't that bad. Well, nobody told me 
that you can also get symptoms a week afterwards, too. Some people are getting symptoms a week afterwards, and that was me. And oh boy, was it bad this time. It was everything I experienced the first time. It was the fever. It was the chills. It was sweating. It was horrible stomach cramps, but amplified times 10. Terrible. Terrible. And it was a rough night. In the morning, the fever went away. The chills went away. The sweating went away. But the stomach cramps didn't. They lasted for days. And I talked to my doctor just to make sure. And so I had to do a whole bunch of other tests just to make sure. Because my stomach hasn't been right this past year, as you all know far too well. So I had to get another hat from the testing company. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm not going into what what a hat means. But I had to get another hat. I had to fill up the hat and send up all those tests back. It was gross and I hate it. And I'm waiting for results. But I'm feeling better now. And that's all that matters. But I'm worn out. Wore the fuck out. Thank you, everybody, for the birthday wishes. They meant a lot. Last year was terrible. Celebrating by myself was awful. I was determined not to do that this year. But, of course, the problem with my birthday every seven or eight years is that it falls on Mother's Day or Mother's Day weekends, which means everybody forgets or they're not available. And that happened this year. But I did get to go to the movies with Vanessa from the VD Clinic podcast. That was cool. We saw a movie called Separation, a a supernatural ghosty haunting movie. But, Patrick, was it any good? I'm sorry. I can't tell you here. My patrons know, though. They found out all about that on the last episode of The Final Reel, where I tell you what I've been watching, what's I've been watching, what I've been watching, <laughs> if it's good and if it's not. And now that the movies are coming back, I'm trying to go to the Thursday screenings of things the day before they officially come out, so that Friday morning, bam, you have your weekend set up all for you. So whether or not you're going to brave the theaters or not, I will be your guide through that. So this past episode, we talked about separation. We talked about the new Saw movie, The Spiral, from the Book of Saw. And a whole bunch of other stuff that I stumbled across on various streaming sites. But can't not going to be talking about any of them here anytime soon. Now, the final reel is just one of the premium podcasts that are available when you become a patron on patreon.com slash screamqueens. The other one being the one you're about to hear right now, Damn You Uncle Lewis, which is, of course, our monthly tribute to Friday the 13th, the series. This episode originally aired on May 13th, 2020, when we jumped a couple of episodes. Well, we ju- actually, we jumped a lot of episodes. The movie, the, the episode that was coming up was Shadow Boxer, which I find to be a depressing episode, and I didn't want to talk about depressing shit on my birthday. So I said, ah, okay, we could jump a couple of episodes. I didn't realize we were jumping a year's worth of episodes, but that's where we are. Fortunately, Friday the 13th, the series is extremely episodic. There's not a lot of carryover in plot from one episode to another, so jumping a year's worth doesn't mean you really can't follow anything at all. It just all blends together because you know it was the 80s and nobody cared about through lines just give me the show we want right now now what you need to know about the damn you lewis lore that we've invented our headcanon as maya likes to say we have decided that jack is closet gay and he was actually in a relationship with uncle lewis for many many years until uncle lewis turned evil and that's why they broke out it's all very sad and it's all very tragic and now jack just gets a lot of pieces on the side if you know what i mean we we hunt for any and all shreds of evidence to prove our point and then the episode that's about to come out brain drain threw a big monkey wrench into that fantasy that we have but we've worked our way around it and we're very proud of that the other thing you need to know is that what did we talk about a lot with canadian movies we talked about it with joe lipsett when we talked about pan and we talked about it with brian norton and tara gardner when we talked about my bloody valentine as how eager canadian productions are to make you think you're in america so that comes up a lot this episode that's what you need to know if you haven't seen this particular episode of Friday the 13th, the series, Vanity's Mirror. It is available on YouTube in its entirety and a decent copy, so I recommend you take some time and watch it before you go any further. I think that's everything you need to know. So, with that much said, why don't you sit back, relax, and welcome to my very curious curio shop, and damn you, Uncle Lewis! 
Oh, hello. Come in. Come in. Come in. Do come in out of the terrible weather. Oh, welcome. Welcome to my very curious curio shop. Although I hate to inform you the shop is closed for tonight because there's a, well, it's a rather special evening. It's our monthly meeting of sorts. So unless you're here for the meeting, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. The nature of the meeting, you ask? Well, let me put it to you this way. Sometimes Uncle Lewis does dreadful things. Welcome to Damn You, Uncle Lewis, the Friday the 13th the series retrospective podcast. So welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to my very curious curio shop. Yay! Yay! It's so wonderful that you're attending the meeting and, and, and helping support this very important cause and, 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 and helping our way through our, I don't know, bereft. I don't know what, I don't know, whatever. It's, let's just talk shit about Uncle Lewis, for Christ's sake. I'm here to provide much needed snark. And to make sure none of y'all have shoplifted nothing, my two favorite shop keeps Trey Dean and my movie. Hi. Yeah. I ain't no snitch, though. I ain't no snitch. You, you, you want to steal something cursed? It's yours now. Have fun. <laughs> I just want to cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing cursed in my curio shop. Thank you. Oh, oh, of course. Of course. Oh, they got pills for that. <laughs> Not cursed anymore. Oh, okay. Not cursed yet. I might do it just a bit nice at the cash register. Yeah. All right. All right. What we're here to talk about, all right, not to talk shit about each other, talk shit about the store. We are here to talk about the awful things that Uncle Lewis keeps putting us through week after week after week, even though he's dead. And this week, we are talking about the episode Shadow Boxer. Except- no. no. Oh, yes, we are. Oh. 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 <laughs> okay. But. I but, we but, watched- but, 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 but. Butts. To- I like butts. Do you like big butts? Because I can't lie. <laughs> Oh, I'm full of lies. I like many shapes of butts. Everyone's got a butt. Let's talk about your big butt. Let's talk about your big butt. That's a different podcast. <laughs> Uncle Lewis got a great big butt. <laughs> no, I, I I already contacted Maya and Trey earlier in the week. I know we're supposed to be talking about Shadow Boxer, but I decided to use the one cursed object left in the store. Ah, the cursed podcaster mic, which only ah. works on their birthday. <laughs> Where you can change the episode that you're going to talk about. So we're actually going to be talking about Vanity's Mirror because that's one of my favorite episodes because I don't like Shadow Boxer and I didn't want to talk about shitty shit on my birthday. This was a great episode. Yes, it was. And the curse, the, the downside of the curse was that I had to take Smoochie to the vet and I lost seven of my phalanges in the process. Smoochie went crazy. <laughs> she don't like she don't like the crate, man. She do not like the crate, and she a big girl. She can just tick me out. <laughs> Speaking of big butts. <laughs> Oh, um, I have an unrelated cat thought for you later, if you remind me. All cat thoughts are related on the, on any any Scream Queens production. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had a friend who, like, grinds her own cat food and apparently reducing the amount of grain in her cat who had thyroid mm. problems diet uh, helped his okay, no, weight. Uh, that sounds like work. <laughs> yeah, that, sounds, that sounds hard. It also sounds very medieval, just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Go, vegetarian going full Sweeney Todd on their cat food. I'm a kibble dog, kitty. Put it in the bone. <laughs> what are we talking about? That's what are we talking about? We're you. talking about the movie, the, the, the episode Vanity's Mirror, because that is one of my favorites. Yeah. And I had to say, watching this one this time, I was like, they really tightened up a lot. 
in the episode that we saw. They did. Oh, they so did. I mean, the script is tight. The yeah. characters are tight. There's no real side floof. And one of the assets of it is that our heroes are barely in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. And we we got prime Roby in this one. Yeah. Oh, Trace, well, Trace, Trace, Trace to... right foot agrees. <laughs> He's like, I got a question. <laughs> oh, my. Hello, this is Patrick from the future to explain what just went on. It's been a running joke that whenever we take these calls, Trey is always laying on his stomach with his feet up in the air behind him, and occasionally they'll fly by the camera. And it's very funny because it makes him look like he's in an 80s slumber party movie. You know, a girl slumber party, and they're going to sit around and talk about boys and do each other's hair. It's just adorable. It's adorable. It's adorable. Back to the show. <laughs> I keep forgetting to take this call with my feet in the background, and I'm going to one of these days. It just kind of appeared. Mr. Kante, I am I am recording this video. That part's staying in. <laughs> Whatever I edited down to, that's staying in. <laughs> Great. So the first note I have is how many episodes start with buying flowers? Well, that's what I was okay. We're not there yet, but I was gonna I have to write a letter. To Frank Mancuso Jr. and like, what is going on with your anti-florist tirades? You know this anti, this whole like agenda that you have. Sketchy, like flower salesman of the night. Like it's always dark out. With a nice, with a nice machine printed sign. Yeah, with like a gorgeous like cut vinyl sign. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice little stand. But so she could afford that, but she couldn't afford chapstick. There's a lot of chapstick. Yeah, there's a lot going on episode. in this episode. There's a lot going on in this episode. So yeah, okay. So uh, before we go any further, why can we just uh, who who did, do you remember who did the summary last time? I think Maya did. Yeah, I totally. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Trey just small Trey's foot. <laughs> my left foot. My right. My other foot. Start Trey D. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's about this time. The it's a um, compact that when you flash the sun from it in someone's eyes they fall in love with you and it falls to the hands of a really 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 cunty ugly high school uses <laughs> Helen who is actually a pretty good villain but she's yeah she yeah. was surprisingly mm-hmm. strong mm-hmm. yeah there was a lot going on it was actually kind of emotional yeah get this one had layers and shit and characters you cared about yeah. We had layers and we went on a journey and there was an arc and like there was a lesson at the end and it wasn't the lesson I expected mm-hmm. and it was well, right. And there was no incest. Well, yeah, that's uh, going to come back though. Like, don't get my hopes up. What we lost in the process was Jackson's and Jack's whining. Yeah. Yeah, that was really great. Yeah. yeah. And you actually got to see the cuddly side of Jack this episode. Uh, yeah. And that was great. Too. A little bit. Wait, a little bit towards the end. I was like, oh, there he is. That's the guy I like. That guy I had a crush on when like, I was in high school. I did. I had a crush on Jack. Okay, there I said. I just, I just learned something okay. about you. That's great. No, he's nice. He's like I just remembered him as this really nice character in these first episodes. I'm like, you're really kind of a pill. Oh no! The watching the the beginning of this series, uh, he reminds me of every icky man who goes, "I can hit on you at the bar because you know I'm joking." And I'm like, "It's not cool. Mm-hmm. You can't do that." But you're like, "You're gay." <laughs> <laughs> no the number the number of gay men who think it's okay to grope me oh my god oh. i will strangle all of them no that ain't right that ain't right that ain't right that goes both ways like me yes yes well done girl bring it around yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the scarecrow says 
Some people go both ways. And he's pointing at Maya. Some <laughs> people go both ways. <laughs> yeah, with both, both fingers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, this, this episode's a hoot. I really like this episode a lot. I think, like I said, the journeys and the layers. And the cast is great. Yeah, they are. Very good cast. The, the girl who plays Helen is fantastic. She's great. And she's actually she's gone on to, like, uh, Ingrid Vinegar. She's gone on to have quite a career. She's an actor. Producer, writer. She actually won a Genie Award. Wow. Canadian Academy Award for a documentary. She does documentary stuff all the time. And I think she's a fantastic little career. Yeah, I looked her up and she's still doing some stuff. Yeah, they all are. Except for uh, the sister. Okay. Who I also thought was great. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I liked about this episode is that, yes, you've got, first of all, first of all, it's got a Carrie feel to it because it's, oh, it's like. The, oh, yeah. Carrie, we got a little bit of Heathers also. Yeah. A little bit of Heathers. But, but. What I thought was interesting was that she's not anyone you feel sorry for. No. She's actually a nasty little person. Yeah. And there are people in her life who care about her, and she does not see it. Yeah, yeah. they're trying, and she's like, eh, everyone deserves to die. Yeah, and was- this whole thing is like a re- it's a revenge plot against her sister, who is like the one person who's always on her side. Oh, my God, and she's but trying she see so hard. It. Yeah, and I was yeah. never sure if she was just nasty to begin with or if the compact was influencing her, but she was terrible. She was yeah, really she's bad. So, she's so bitter. Well, you know, the, 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 item, the items find the people, not the other way around. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think she was just nasty already. And it just solidified it. Yeah. And also, also, Zach Ward is in this episode. I know. He was so good. <laughs> I got such a crush on him. He's such a cute. Oh, God. You know what? It's not right. It's, not, it's just not right. It's wrong with the universe that the kid who allegedly had green teeth and yellow eyes grew up that hot. Exactly. Scott. Scott. Scott, 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 Scott? Perkis. Scott Farkas, Farkas from Christmas Story. Yeah, the Billy from Christmas Story. Yeah. Yeah. That's who that was. I was yeah. staring at him yeah. going, I know you. I know you. I yeah. know you. Well, I was surprised I don't know him. He does tons of sci-fi work. He still works now. He yeah. works all the time. I, uh, so secret about me, um, I don't learn an actor's name unless I like deliberately go to their IMDb page and like say their name out loud several times. Otherwise, they just like come and go in my brain. It doesn't mean their work isn't good. They aren't significant. It just means... I didn't put in like half an hour to learning their name arbitrarily. Yeah. Okay, so you didn't you didn't see you didn't see him half naked in um actually fully naked in Freddy vs. Jason. Jason. I was gonna say that. Oh. Who dad? Who dad? Oh. Who dad? <laughs> he's good. He's, I don't think I saw all of Freddy vs. Jason. I think I caught some of it mm. close to when it came out. Yeah. He it was it was cute. A while ago he got married and he announced it on Twitter and I was like, <gasps> Zach. How could you? I was just about to propose. <laughs> and he wrote back, he's like, my heart could only wait so long, Patrick. Ah, that's so good. <laughs> wow, it's nice to be appreciated. Yeah. It is, it is, it is. Thank you for thank you for, for responding to my absolutely creepy tweet. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole thing, this this whole thing is set up, like, we, like we're, we'll get into the plot in a minute, but because we have this opening scene with the flower person, the flower woman yeah. that we mentioned earlier. And the scene's going one way, but as soon as we cut to Curious Goods, the whole episode came to an absolute stop because I can't talk about this episode without talking about Mickey's fucking outfit. Oh my Why God. is she wearing Mickey's outfit? Mickey's outfit. Oh. So she she just- started coming down. She started coming down the stairs, and I was like, "Where are we? Does she have some sort of Greek Orthodox Turkish genie organ grinder? What's happening?" <laughs> so she has an embroidered. Is she going to be at the Temple of Doom <laughs> with a long beaded tassel that makes tassel. it like past her cheekbones? She has uh, a bolero with those, you know, big pronounced '80s sleeves. Then she also has an underbust corset on. A corset. 
I but it's attached to the jacket. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I watched it again. I'm like, that's a one piece. What an impossible item of clothing to get into an arrow. Who designed this shit? I wrote I, that. It looks so good. It looks so good that I couldn't be mad. No, no, you couldn't. She pulled it well, off. No, it looks so good, but it doesn't belong in the scene. Like, okay. it's kind of like probably. I realize that, but I'm going like you just showed up for work on a regular day wearing that and nobody mentions it. Nobody notices it. Nobody says anything about it. Nobody acknowledges the fact that there's somebody in the room wearing a fez and a bolero jacket and a corset. It's weird. Birdie walked into the store. Okay. It always comes back to Birdie. Birdie walked into the store in that new dress and everybody was like, ew, nice dress, Birdie. And nobody's mentioned in this outfit. Come on now. My only complaint about the outfit is in order to fit it into the fez, her hair is straightened. So we lose all the glorious Roby volume in the hair. But she's got that finger wave in the front. Yeah. That's gorgeous. Yeah, it was and that long good. ponytail. And it is dyed like extra red this episode. It's dyed extra red, but when we finally see her without the hat at the end of the episode, you could see where she was like growing out her bangs. So there's like this giant mullet disparity in length <laughs> in the back. Well, I got notes on what she's wearing later on the episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah. Because like, even like what I thought was great, like later on in the episode when she's supposed to be like undercover, <laughs> and she's in, like black, sneaking around like burglar outfit. I'm going, you're even more conspicuous now for some reason, and I don't know why. Oh, but that's like when I try to dress normal and pass for normal. People go, mm. <laughs> you're, I see you wearing Banana Republic, but like something is up with that. <laughs> your butt, you're, you're, you're at a cellular level. Your body is just rejecting it. Yeah, and it yeah like an organ. No, no, no. Surprisingly enough, this is not my fashion choice. Ooh. Oh. Okay. I think. I oh, think no. this is gorgeous. We'll come back to it. Oh, yeah. okay. we'll I got several things for both Mickey and Ryan, but we'll get to it. Oh, I didn't even. Ryan didn't even register much in this episode because <laughs> every time he was on camera, that outfit was on camera, and I just kept analyzing it. I'm going, yep, yeah, the corset's attached. Uh -huh. Is that? Does she have extensions in, or is that all really her hair? I don't. I was like, who's gay? Who's gay? Who's gay? <laughs> every, everyone's gay. <laughs> There's one scene that was why we'll get to later, but oh god, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, we go back to the opening of the episode. And once again, we have this anti-florist agenda that they're pushing because there's a, night, there's, a, there's a woman selling flowers in the street. What happens? Uh, selling I'm flowers. So, I'm sorry, some... Sylvia, Syl Sylvia, the poor little flower lady out in the street in the cold. So some business guy comes to buy flowers and she's like, do I look like a woman to you? You come here every day, buy your flower. But do you see me? I really have to get going. I'm sorry. Now, do, do, do you look at me? Do you think she's the, a woman? Keep the chain. Full of love and needs. This is ridiculous. You think you're too good for me? You turn around and look at me, mister! What, what do you think about me? I see you every night. What do you think about me? And it's like so weird. Uh, and being a queer from my generation, I wrote, hey, artist, got a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> because rent Thank just you. burned into my uh... brain and it's never coming out. <laughs> uh, the homeless lady in rent has a completely legitimate point, uh, And this woman does not. Nope. No, no. But like you said, the cursed items seek out the people. So I guess she was just a bitchy flower lady. Yeah, and we find out later. Find out later that like, like apparently she was very popular and had an active social life, and she had lots of men. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, but that they just said she active social life because they couldn't call her a slut in Canadian slut, television. Yeah. Nope. 
and she looks like chapped lips and nasty oh, teeth. Yeah, just... she has like the teeth brown gel in. Like she looks awful. And actually, she had a house. Yeah. I thought she was homeless because she looked bad. Oh yeah, we do go to her apartment. I guess she's not homeless. I guess she's just like icky. Yeah. She's a gross. She's gross, which also is a running theme for apparently the people with the compact. Yep. <laughs> As you find out later, Helen is not just like nerdy and 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 picked on. She gross. We'll come back to that. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I was like, Wah. yeah. So what happens is she fl- the guy rejects her. She flashes the compact at him. He looks into it and immediately falls in love with her. You are you're truly beautiful. I don't know why I've never noticed you before. I mean, I've noticed you before, but I used to think, forgive me, I used to think you were ugly. I never, I never really saw you. Let's go somewhere as private. And what I thought was interesting, this whole episode is a flip, like a better written version of Cupid's Quiver. Yeah, yeah so much is. better. But there didn't seem to be any kind of trade-off. Like, you make someone fall in love with you, and then you have to kill them i don't think any of them were either helen or sylvia were using the mirror for love it was for revenge yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. i'm gonna make you beg i'm gonna make you beg i'm gonna, I'm gonna, make gonna you turn beg for it and i'm gonna kill you with his ladder in an alley <laughs> the same alley awesome. we shoot in every episode yeah <laughs> jack's like could you please get the lights out of the alley please some of us are trying to have intercourse yeah. <laughs> so you go to the alley either to get killed or to fuck <laughs> or to make jokes about birds Yep. Yep. Free as a bird, but no turkey. I can't. I can't. (laughs) Hi, this is Patrick from the future again. This is a reference to the episode Halloween in which Jack gets trapped in this alleyway with bars that magically appear. And while he's stuck in there, he's being tormented by these thugs. And when he finally breaks away out of the cage that he's in, he says, free as a bird, but no turkey. We've decided that is the worst line of dialogue ever written, so we bring it up whenever possible. Back to the show. Oh, yeah, so they, and she, and she, uh, yeah, so she leaves this guy in the alley, and the key key phrase, just like in uh, Cupid's Quiver, it seemed to be like he had to kill people as soon as they said, like, he had to kill the woman as soon as the woman well, said, Well, we had to hear the you. phrase, like, I'd love you to the last day of my life, or do you love me to death? I love you till the day I, the I, day I, I die. Day I die. Uh, they all, yeah, that seemed to be part of the curse. They had to say that out loud. Well, it's great. She's luring him into this house. She's like, let's go somewhere more private behind these garbage cans. <laughs> he's just smitten. And then she, and then he's just smitten. She's gushing about it. Like, I thought you were so ugly, but uh, I can just see them spending the rest of it. And meanwhile, she's just like, could you just take three steps to the left? <laughs> okay, there's the mark. There's an X on the ground. Yeah, like Wiley like Coyote, a big X. <laughs> Find your mark. <laughs> Find your and mark. she's You're slowly like... hitting the lever to, to do the, um, the ladder. Slowly. She drops the fire escape on his head and crushes him. Yep. I love you. But you didn't have no time for me before. You insulted me. You ignored me. But I I was blind before. Now I can see. Now I love you. But will you love me till the day you die? Until the day I die. I'm so glad to hear you say that. No, 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 no. You look so fine in that light. Yeah. It was cool. But that was, it was, it was okay. It was very, it was very Final Destination 2. Two. Was that? Two, yeah. Yeah, Final Destination 2 that happened. I'm like, uh-huh, somebody was watching that mm-hmm. in Hollywood. 
but but she's so happy. She's so happy. She's so gleeful. What happens? <laughs> she runs out and she gets hit by a car and killed. I laughed so hard. <laughs> Gotta go now. <laughs> It just happened so quickly. Sylvia, look both ways, Sylvia. Come on now. And it was just so quick that I, I just, I laughed because it was so funny. Well, I just liked it too because it's you, because normally the way these things go, you're the person that you're meeting, the villain that you're meeting at the beginning is the villain that you're going to follow all the way through. And we get, we, now all of a sudden you just pull the rug out from under. It was well, like, oh, no, we know our cursed item. Neat. And she's so yeah. happy. She's like scampering away, just ha 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 ha. And you see a car, her face just changes and go, ah. And the little extra bear driving the car was like, oh! Yeah, I loved that reaction oh. a lot. <laughs> what I love too, this is also great. This is just, like, all the problems that I have have nothing to do with the story and nothing to do with the actors. It all has to do with production. And they're minor. Yeah. And they're funny. They're funny as hell, so I'm going to spend my time on it, but they're, they're not affecting my, my enjoyment of this particular episode at all. Is that now we cut to like Sylvia's body in the road and there's that crowd of Canadian extras all like hovered in like three feet. <laughs> like leaning down like just, what are you doing but yet nobody's doing anything because you're extras it's that whole thing that we talked about earlier we're like oh my gosh we should do something there's somebody being stabbed in a florist dead florist and people we should just go stab and watch just, just stand, stand here and watch. Ah, ah, mary lou's on fire ah. <laughs> they're all just <laughs> gawking at her and and that's where we see Helen. Helen's like oh look she dropped something in the road someone oh, flying stuff, over her head asking <laughs> And can I just say, I know that's called a compact. Was this an ironically named compact? Because this motherfucker is huge. It's big. I think it had to be big enough so we could arbitrarily put a snake on it so you know it's evil. Yeah. Oh, that, snake, that snake is hot glued. Yeah. Yeah, it, oh, yeah that, that's not how that was made. It was, uh, oh, guys, I know what to put on this. They got like a little plastic rubber toy and painted it gold and glued it on there. It's, it's very big. Yeah. Like you could take out one of those gigantic like circus level Makeup type <laughs> <laughs> power puffs in there. Wow. Wow, very big. So now we cut to uh curious goods. And then I don't know what happened for a while because Mickey came down the stairs at the beginning. Mm. I'm like, I don't know. Ah! <laughs> uh, no, my mine says, Where is Roby's hair? Two question marks. She wears a fez, all caps, corset bolero. <laughs> yep. I got Roby clothes and hat, corset tassel. Explanation yeah. point. <laughs> organ, organ, organ grinder, Greek Orthodox, Temple of mm -hmm. Doom, Victorian genie. Ooh, well, actually, yeah, her notes are better. Because she, had, you know, what we left off is that she she had hammer pants on. Mm. Oh, I tried to forget the hammer pants. Mm. Yeah. I, well, you have to take in the whole ensemble. Yeah. yeah. But they actually did uh -huh. say something kind of interesting that one section about how they've collected like fifteen artifacts. Twenty three. Twenty three. But it's only the fifteenth episode, which means they've been working hard when we weren't looking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There were some ones that just, you know, somebody just was like, okay, here. Oh, here it is. We found it. Yay. And they're already talking about the compact for some reason. Let's... I think they said, oh, well, there's 230 more to get back. And like, which one do we do? And he goes, let's do use the scientific method. And he went, mm, bing, you know, just flips a bunch of pages and pointed randomly. And it was the compact. Yeah. Well, yeah, they read it out of the book. And they're looking in the newspaper at the story of the woman being killed. 
And there's a picture of Helen in the newspaper. Picking wrong place, wrong time, girl. In the background, picking up the compacts. In the background is a stretch. Her face is visible. Oh, her jacket's yeah. visible. No, her face. Yeah, her face and her jacket. Her face, her face is, and her jacket are visible. And, like, and she's in this pose. Like She would have been cropped out of the photo. Yeah. <laughs> but looking at the photo. But it's a hilarious pose. Again, that's a production issue. Well, and they can tell that she, what high school she goes to because she's wearing a high school jacket. Yeah. And there's only, there's only one high school in the city. <laughs> well, no, no. And also, this is the whole thing about America, Lincoln High School. Mm-hmm. They doubled down on that one. But here's the thing. They kept calling it a high school jacket, and it's really, like, for me, it was Letterman jacket. It was Letterman like, jacket. Yeah. Uh, and Helen is not, not on the varsity sports team. <laughs> nope. She's on the Gross Club. She's the, I'm, she's I let the it in only gross. member of Gross Club. The first rule of Gross Club is that you don't talk about Gross Club. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I figured it was like one of her sister's old boyfriends. Oh. That's my story. Because it didn't fit. It didn't That's fit. That's good headcanon. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, Joanne doesn't want it anymore. So sure, Helen, you can have it. Yeah. It'll be a nice thing. She'll feel included. Yeah. Sure. All of that tracks. I like it. That's good. Uh, it fits them. But yeah, it's Lincoln High School. And later on, when we find out... Uh, when, when one of our intrepid heroes is roaming the halls of the high school, you get to see a sign for the Lincoln prom. Yeah. Who's on the poster? Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln. So you can say, well, oh, it's not. It's just, it just happens to be named Lincoln. It couldn't be anybody. Nope. You said you picked, you picked the American president. Stop lying to us, Canada. Please yeah. don't. I love it. I love it. It makes me happy. Okay. So, yeah. So we meet Helen now. We're back on campus with Helen, her sister, Joanne, and Joanne's boyfriend, Scott, walking across campus. And there's a bunch of bullies picking on Helen. Rightly so. That Joanne is sure some piece of merchandise. But that sister of hers, God, how can I be the same family? Well, she must have come from the shallow end of the gene pool. <laughs> Zach Ward is one of them. And the other one, I think, was late for his gig at Colonial Williamsburg. Yes, I wrote that down. He has a big, long afro and a ponytail. Afro and a ponytail. That or curly hair. I mean, a lot I, of bad hair you, happens I, in high school. And like, there's a lot of, I'm going to reclaim my image. I'm going to make a new image. And like, bad hair happens. But wow, though. Wow. I'm just thinking, were maybe they doing a production of 1776 at Lincoln High School? The, the Canadian version, where instead of molasses and rum, he sings maple syrup <laughs> to Moosehead. He had Bernadette Peters hair. Thank you, Maya Murphy. Maya gets it. <laughs> I don't want to. I want to give it back. <laughs> no, as I said though, he has a like like circus nineteen seventies Bernadette Peters hair. No, Just, Bernadette has yes. always had a tighter ringlet than that. Do not okay. come to my house and reference Sorry. Bernadette <laughs> Peters. It's the fact that it's such a big curly bunch. It's a big mop of hair, but then it's pulled back in a tiny, ponytail. tiny ponytail that you don't see all the time. It just looks like he's got the perm that my mother had in 1974. Oh, no. Harsh um, words. Yeah. Yeah. It's very bad. It's very bad. But yeah, they're picking on her. One of my, my favorite interchange with uh, Zach Ward said something insulting to Helen. And she turned around and said, you want to say that to my face? And he went, ew, no. <laughs> <laughs> Also, what I liked about this casting was that Helen, the actress, is not drop dead gorgeous, but they put glasses on her. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She actually looks like she looked like a teenager. Point. Yeah, she uh, and they like accented pimples. some zits and stuff on her, but they didn't do the thing where they cast gorgeous people in their mid twenties, then put no. glasses and a mousy bun on the nerd. Like she looked like a teenager. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and all of her clothes sneering. were awful. All of her clothes were, yeah, yeah, and she's just nasty. But they, nasty. they did the same Which with I, the teenage boys, and I loved that also. Uh, no one was well-dressed. No one knew how to pick out things that fit them well all the time, and I, they looked like 
even even the people we weren't supposed to empathize with looked high school. Yeah. 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 Let me just look well. at that one's hair. Come on now. Oh, the How hair, cool though. You, think you are with that hair. Come on. Yeah. And a sister and a boyfriend just seemed like the perfect couple I knew in high school who were nice. I mean, they're not bad. They're actually both of them. Yeah. They were nice. Yeah. And both of them tried to defend Helen very early in the episode. All right. I've warned you guys before. Get off her case. Hey, come on, Scott. Lighten up. We didn't mean anything. Give it a rest, will ya? Yeah, all right. Look, she may come across as a geek, but it's a package deal, and Joanne hates it when people bother Helen. Sorry, Helen. Yeah, her boyfriend, her boyfriend go, goes over to the bully. She's like, guys, could you just please stop? Could you not? Like, clearly they're friends. She's like, can you just not do that, please? You know, I'm, you know, it's disrespectful to her. It's disrespectful to Joanne. And I'm probably not going to get any if you keep doing that because that's probably the undernighting motive because something tells me he's not that nice because he's a guy in high school. Yeah, and he's good looking. But still, they seem nice. They're a nice couple together. They see they, There's no sign of them being nasty to anybody, which was including Helen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Helen's the one who's walking 20 feet behind. They're saying, come on, Helen, walk with us. And they're like, you're going to be late for class. That's really for your record. Now it's like. Oh, every time you talk to Helen, she just wants to fucking punch you. I just want to stay back and look at Scott's ass because Helen covets her sister's goods. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And her boyfriend's ass. Helen's got some coveting going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. She just. Yeah. She's up for him. Yeah, my next note says, no, don't steal your sister's boyfriend. Yeah. But then, you know, she, I, it's, what's his face? Scott Farkas is being mean and she shines the compact in his face accidentally. Hey, Helen, what's doing? Leave me alone, Greg. Yeah, I'm just trying to be social, all right? I just want to know if you're uh, going to prom or anything. Now, why would I want to waste my time watching dorks dance? Well, I mean, everybody's going, aren't they, you know? Not me. I've got better things to do, like watching paint dry. Well, what would you say if I asked you to the prom? I would rather have root canal than go anywhere with you. Yeah? Well, with a face like yours, the only way to take you to the prom is on a leash. I don't think she knows about the powers yet. I no. think she's just playing with this new thing she got off a dead lady. Yeah. She was looking at it. He said something snarky. She she turned around to be like, you shut up. Like, yeah, you go to hell. That's what she said. Whatever his name was. Uh, you go to hell, Greg. And she was looking at the compass, compass, compact. Well, she did that. And it just so happened. He looked right into it. You see the light flash across his eyes. And all of a sudden she's in love with it. Cause as soon as he came over, he's like, Helen, I love you. I'm so sorry. I can't believe I said the thing. She's just like, stop it. Stop it. Stop making fun of me. She didn't know what happened. Yeah. Stay away from me, Greg. You're so, you're so beautiful. I've never seen you like this before. I'm warning you. Don't, don't go. I wouldn't hurt you. Not you. What can I do to show how much I love you? Can I carry your bag? Look, you've had your laugh now. Leave me alone. No, no. Let me carry it for you. And what, so it can end up in the garbage somewhere? How stupid do you think I am? I love you, Helen. I love you. She figures it out real quick, though. Oh, yeah. And they give the nastiest, sloppiest kiss on the not mouth. He kisses her and it ends up being, like, on the cheek. But it's just sloppy and nasty. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I think was fun, too, is that the people that fall in love with the people with the compact... They are annoying in love. Yes. 
it's like not healthy. It's just like they won't leave. They're, they're completely annoying. Like she's just like, could you just leave me alone for five minutes? He's like, okay, but I'm gonna keep talking to you. For God's sake, leave me alone for five minutes, can't you? Anything you want. I, I love you so much. I know, I know. I'll love you to the day I die. I'm going to keep talking and I'm going to stay 18 inches away. I'm right here. I'm right here. I love you. (laughs) Yeah. But there's a scene where she's walking down the hallway with him following her and she is just looking at everyone with the smuggest sneer on her face. Yeah. And this is where I have to say her sweater wins the fashion award for me. What was it? It was... was, Okay. It was an ugly Christmas sweater that wasn't for Christmas. It It was like cable knit but with square dancers on the back. Oh, God. Like a square dancing cowboy couple and like music notes all up and down the side. I was like, oh my God, that's something you wear when you were five. Oh, Oh, that's something your mom picked out for you, Helen. Oh, God. (laughs) But it totally nailed her. It nailed her character. I'm like, that's exactly what that kid would be wearing. Yep. Yep. It's my favorite sweater. I don't care. But the actress is having so much fun playing Helen. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, just seeing all the heads turn when she's walking down with the hallway with with Zach, even though she's annoyed, it's it's got everybody's intention Mm -hmm. for the first time ever, in a good way for the first time ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, one thing that's kind of funny is that Helen don't want to fuck. She does not want to fuck in this show. No, and uh, that actually was something that surprised me at the beginning of the episode when um, Sylvia is still alive. I was like, oh well, this isn't rapey because the tables are turned and it's the woman doing it, and that threatens us less, but. None of them are after fucking. They're about the power yeah. dynamic. Yeah. And that was a fun surprise. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And she pretty much decides she wants to kill him off yeah. pretty quickly. She's done with him. And so they, yeah. they, they go up to the roof. They go up to the roof and she throws something in a trash compactor? Her hanky. Her hanky. Her hanky. Her hanky. Like all high, high school kids carrying around, especially the ones that are gross. And then, of course, you've got the trash compactor next to it is a button with a sign saying caution. Trash compactor may start unexpectedly. It's like, no, you hit the button to start it. No, it might be on a timer. Maybe if you like lean back on it in a cool teenage way, it'll start also. But she's like, oh, I dropped my hanky in there. Oh, it's so important. Will you please get it for me? Grab my hanky. I'll get it. Don't worry. You think you ought to do that? It might start. No problem. I get up. But it was fun to see the journey up to that because, like, when they walked into that scene, is when she's going, Would you just leave me alone? 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 And he's like, Yeah, okay, I'll leave you alone, but I'll do anything you want. Anything you say, Helen. Anything you say, I love you. I love you. I love you till the day I die. And that's when the idea hits her. Yeah. And she's like, like, I wonder, well, you're going to do anything for me? Well, you get this hanky out of there. I love it. He gets the hanky, and then there's still a good, like, eight or ten seconds where she could have gotten him out if she wanted to. She does not. We lock him in, we hear him die, and she throws her hanky over her shoulder oh. like it's a leather jacket oh. and swaggers and goes, off the roof. Oh, no, she goes, <laughs> I love you too until the day you die. And- Please, Helen. Helen, please. I love you, Helen. And I love you, Fred. 
and as he's dying, he's like, Helen, uh, hey, it's like he never the spell never breaks. He's like, Helen, uh Which I thought was great, which I thought like early on, like when when the when the machine had started. He's not panicking. He's still no, he's not panicking. He's like, but he is panicking, but he's panicking that he can't find her hanky. Yeah. And he's like his his goal is to please Helen first, even if I thought that was great. Yeah. Like, what a creepy yeah. thing to do. And what a grisly way to go. Even though they don't show anything, what a grisly kill for the show. And the same taps into the thing that I like that teenagers are fucking scary. Like, teenagers are scary. Mean and this and she really taps into that just maliciousness. And that just, maliciousness, yeah. but that like I remember being so sure that no one understood me and I was having completely or, an original that nope, swap that completely original thoughts. Yeah. Like I remember no one no in the world has ever felt this way. Yeah. hundred uh-huh. yeah. percent. I was so strongly that. What do you expect? It's a war of hormones in your body. You're yeah. literally insane There's for like a, six years. A war of hormones. <laughs> and I had always been like good at a couple things. So teachers got me and other kids didn't. And it was just bullshit. Uh, so no, I just, I love that it tapped into that. Yeah. And the fact that yeah. if the loser ever gets power, they're going to be a horrible person. They're not going to try and make people nice. They're just going to go and get revenge. Well, this loser particularly, yeah. I, I think they did such a successful job at showing her as actually mean and not misunderstood. Right, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. She did not have any redeeming qualities. Yeah. Nope. Not at all. None. Zero. Zip. The compact found the right person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which makes it even scarier because you think of a teenage girl this nasty. Yeah, I don't want to think of them getting that kind of power. No, because thank you. When, and once she zapped you. You're, I mean, you have, you have no free will. And that's, that's, that's it. Cool. And we didn't establish any way to get out of the spell, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. it. You're, you're done. No, you're dead. Yeah. You're dead. The only way out is death. So, what I thought was great, they get like every high school yearbook in town, apparently. Yeah. I guess they just go to the high school yearbook library or Jack had them Excuse all because he's creepy. I would like oh. to pick out a teenager, please. Why, sure. Have this yearbook. <laughs> Can I have last two years as well? <laughs> Jack, Jack, why are all the pictures of the swim team practicing cut out? <laughs> oh, just, just. That's, what a mystery. I believe you mean the wrestling team. Them too. Well, Jack in this episode mentions he's so happy to see someone called Rashid. It's like, oh, I can't wait to see I, that. I think that's a callback to an episode we skipped. Okay. Okay. Because he seems so uh, cheerful and happy to see Rashid and we never see Rashid. Oh, uh, maybe Rashid is someone who survived a previous curse. Or one of Jack's former lovers. I mean, friends, business associates. Yeah. Uh, his, special his friends? His wig maker. Oh, his accent coach. Oh. <laughs> oh, get more lessons, bud. All right. <laughs> but but yeah, so so Mickey shows up at Helen's house, interrupting a lovely night in front of the TV after the death of Greg. Oh, and, and the other two, her sister and boyfriend are really upset. She's like, eh, he was annoying. Bereft. They're bereft. They're, yeah. they're really upset. And she's just munching on a sandwich. The grossest looking sandwich and her feet are fucking filthy and I wanted to vomit. <laughs> Not just like walking around on a dirty floor, like that kind of dirty bottom of the feet thing that happens every now and then. Like it was dirty top and bottom under the nails. Like, yeah, oh. it the was girl has gross. not seen a shower in a she has not seen a shower in a long time, and that is nasty. Maybe if you showered, your zits would clear up. Yeah, <sighs> and her and her scabby, scabby lips. Oh, scabby picked out zits. They were all and her red, red, was- red. And her lip was kind of had like. Oh yeah, her lip had a. She had a herp. Blister on. She had a big herp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah herp. How is she gonna get, get the herp? You can you can get the herp from many things. You know. Okay. You can get it from a water fountain. Actually, you can you can be born herp with one, it. it herp be, one. Herp one. Herp one. No herp, herp one. one. Uh, I mean, both herps you can be born with, but uh, herp one, yeah, water fountain. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was born with it. Maybe it's herp one. It can be. It can be. Um... <laughs> Damn it. 
damn it, damn you. No, it, it can be. Uh, oh, there ain't no other way. This hurt, baby, just won't go away. Baby, I was born this way. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm watching. I'm watching American Horror Story right now. There's a lot of Lady Gaga in my life. And... Would you like a bite of my sandwich, Scott? Scott's like. <laughs> <laughs> It looked like a lettuce sandwich. Like, is there anything on this gigantic? <laughs> like, I saw this lettuce sticking out. But Mickey shows up, and she's just in the same outfit again, looking as conspicuous as fuck. Not looking like a normal person. Hi, I'm Mickey Foster. I'm a buyer from an antique store. Oh, we're not interested. We got all the useless old things we need. Well, actually, I'm looking for a small gold compact. I was wondering if you'd seen it. What makes you think I'd want some gungy old hunk of junk? A compact? A gold compact? That could really be worth quite a bit of money. I said I never saw anything like that. Beat it. Helen. Although I have to say she looks amazing. Oh, the yeah. close-ups of her mm. in the doorway, she looks stunning. Like Hollywood glamour, stunning. Yeah. Her makeup is flawless. Yeah. Everything is great. The hair, little flute from the hair. Loved everything. But I'm like, if that person showed up at my door and said, hi, I want I want to buy something for him. I'm like, there's something wrong. Something, something well, is up. I have been targeted. Well, then she's like, I just, do you have any antiques you want to sell? Like maybe a compact? And Helen's like, you go to hell. No, leave me alone. It's just. Mickey smooth as always. Yeah. Just very, very unsubtle. Yeah. But now she's tipped off. She's tipped off the villain. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Mickey's never been the smartest, huh? No. So this is my part. Like Ryan has to go undercover as a student. Yeah, I love this for they're like, well, we've already established that Mickey has been seen, and Jack, you're too old. Ryan, you better hang out with some teenagers. Did she have the compact? Well, she says that she doesn't, but from the way she reacted, I don't know. Well, we got to find out. We got to find out fast. After today, Mickey can't get anywhere close to her. I'd stand out like a sore thumb. <laughs> That's what I thought. No. See, no. I was angry about this because I was very mad at the choice that they sent Mickey to the door because we were thwarted. A scene where it was like, hello, I'm Lucy Bender, girl freshman. I'm new here. <laughs> Hi, this is Patrick from the future again. You're probably wondering, who's Lucy Bender? Who's Lucy Bender indeed? In the episode, Dr. Jack, Mickey had to go undercover at the hospital to try to find the cursed scalpel that was causing all his murder and mayhem. And when she got caught... She turned around, looked Dr. Jack in the face and said, Hi, I'm Lucy Bender, hospital administrative assistant. Can I help you find a new chair? I fell out. I thought it was the funniest thing. Where did that come from? Who the fuck is Lucy Bender? Who on the production crew is named Lucy Bender and found its way into the script? So now Lucy Bender is her own character who's always on the fringe of any given episode, ready to jump in at any moment. Lucy Bender, girl detective. Lucy Bender, girl photographer. Lucy Bender, stranded motorist. Can you please help me? Lucy Bender is the hero that we all need in these dark days. Back to the show. Just have that oh, you Lucy Bender. Could you, could you point me to how much you cost? <laughs> you would say it uh, just like that. <laughs> oh, girl fresh. No, no, no. The best, the best Roby, the best Roby word this episode was disappeared. <laughs> I wrote it in all caps in my notes. <laughs> Disappeared. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. So Ryan is supposed to be going undercover at this high school? Are you kidding? Because the thing is, the high school kids in this actually do look like high school kids. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they like Moose's hair up just a little bit, but otherwise. Granted, granted, it never has to come to fruition because. Maybe he's the super senior and he got held back. Yeah. He never he never actually has to interact with anybody. He get, he walks right into a trap right away. Sure he walks does. in the wrong place. But we're not we're not we're not there yet because it's prom season, everybody. And you know what I thought? Again, this is production. I'm like it's prom season. When did proms happen? At the end of the year. Spring. Uh huh. Spring. Yeah, there was not a leaf on a tree. Everyone is wearing winter jackets. <laughs> on the opening scene, it was cold. 
Yeah, they are not in prom season. You could have just made it a dance. Maybe it's homecoming. The sign said prom. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sign said prom. They said prom repeatedly. It was a very late winter. Joanne keeps going at a dance, but no, actually, there was a curved weather vein in a previous episode that made it really late winter. Oh, okay. There you go. That's all I got. I, I think that's a valiant effort. Uh, or it's Canada. Yeah. It no, always with Lincoln High. Canada, I guess. Lincoln High in yeah, Canada. With <laughs> that's a production problem, and it, again, it interferes with nothing except me being an asshole. But they're setting up for the prom, and Helen's Helen's helping set up for the prom. And the thing is, Russell, the guy with the Afro. colonial hair, you know, colonial hair, yeah, colonial hair. <laughs> it just needed to be powdered. If it was powdered, I would be very happy. Yeah, he saw all this. He was watching all this. He's like, "There's something wrong." Like she did something. Yeah, he he yeah. clocked it, and he was like, "What did you do? I know you did something. You did something sick and disgusting to him. You made him crawl in front of the whole damn school." Hey, any crawling he did was his own idea. You humiliated him. You abused him. I don't. I don't know why he took it from you. Maybe it was love. Love. What would you know about love? I don't care what I have to do. I don't care how long it takes. I'm gonna find out what you did. I'll get you. Which is good because these people are aware of the weird stuff happening. Yeah, yeah, the body was found. So everybody's mourning. Great, the dances are canceled and they don't have a day off of school. But okay, whatever, Canada. You just roll on with it. But, you know, but he's on to it. Yeah. And again, another great scene where he's following Greg around, watching what happens with uh, under uh, Helen's spell. He's standing, he's standing with a kid that has a shirt that says, no problem in rainbow letters. Mm. <laughs> no, no problem, gay extra. Yeah. It's amazing wardrobe let you through with that, but okay. Yeah. They didn't know what it meant. It was... It was a different time. Yeah, no, the people running wardrobe in Canada are straight. Oh, well, <laughs> it is like, like the opposite America. They're five years behind. They're five years behind. Just always remember that. Well, Canada's bizarro America, so. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. And good for them at this point. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm not yeah, talking okay, about not that. Topical. I got sad. No, topical. no yeah, no. yeah. So, okay, yeah, but back to killing people. He confronts her in the gym. He's like, I know what you did. I know you did something. I know what you did. You're awful. I'm not going to tell everybody. She gives him a little flash. Oh, Russell, bang. Russell, I'll tell you. Why did I never see you? But I said I, I should do what I was saying. Forgive me, please. Come with me, lover. And he's smitten. He's under this way. And one of the things that I hate about this series is the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, the exact same cue they play with the synthesizer that goes. With like random bum, 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 bum. It just sounds like somebody's hitting the keyboard randomly. I liked oh, your, your doggy asshole just happened. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but so she, she gives him a little flesh. He falls under this way. And again, he's following her all around. I love you. 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 And she leads him upstairs into the. Into one of those stairwells, like it was again one of those stairwell workrooms that might as well have had that sign from Dr. Jack. You know, no, no personnel admit, nobody admitted ever. Yeah. And then later, the half sign that shows up in the stairwell that's a completely different sign. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. She they she takes into some workroom with a, a, a table saw. In it. Table yeah, saw. no, it's it's wood shop. Didn't your high school have wood shop? No. Oh, mine did. No, my my middle school did, and then my high school did, but it wasn't a wasn't required in high school. But no, we we had those in mind. Normal enough. I'll give it a pass. Yeah. 
Okay, fine. Table right. saw. Table saw. Yep. So you know where this is going. Yeah, you do. Oh, yeah. And the direction is so specific. And I think it was so much tighter than previous episodes we've seen where you see the imminent threat, but you're not lingering too long on what's obviously going to be a murder weapon. I think it was just really well constructed this episode. Yeah, and she starts leaning him down on it, and he's still just in love with her. I never knew what it was like. I never felt like this before. I need you. I'm so glad to hear you say that, Russell. Especially after all those terrible things you said to me. Do you remember all those things, Russell? That was before I saw you. Really saw you. I mean, I love you, Helen. I'll always love you. Until the day you die? You are! I never knew that anything could be as beautiful as you. And he's aware of it too, which is great. He's like, yeah, he's like, he's, he's uncomfortable, but he's like, I'm still going to keep talking yeah. until keep pledging my lunch until this thing cuts through the back of my skull. Yeah. <laughs> that pretty hair all destroyed. Oh, well, the hair deserved to be destroyed, but we yeah. couldn't it off. Well, Patrick, you were talking about the music. Oh, go ahead. Oh, the, the little, the little, the little enchantment. Yeah, she has her own thing. Theme was nice. Yeah. It was simple, but it was a nice, refreshing, simple, that little tinkly thing which i'm probably playing underneath right now i wrote that I wrote, uh, helen has her own theme so I was yeah 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 that. the helen theme play me helen song <laughs> but then of course what's his face undercover undercover and ryan comes burst again oh. well, at least we didn't have to seem like infiltrating class <laughs> no i would have loved that or some bullshit no like that, that would have broken our perfect episode that would have made me sad if yeah. we had because there would have been some whole thing of like all of a sudden he's like snooping around the girls locker room he would have been snooping around or he'd be giving joke answers in English class. Like, I don't uh, want to deal with any of that. But he goes down the basement and sees Helen and she tries to zap him. covering his face yeah. and holding a bag up in front of him, putting it in his elbow and he's like, no, no, not no. that. Well, I kept thinking just headbutt her, just rush her. She's like six Ooh. feet away from him. I guess he, he just... was never on the football team then, huh? No. Because hmm. she's just like standing there. He's six feet away. Like, no, don't, don't shine my eyes. I'm thinking, okay, keep your head low. I mean, what, what else are you going to do? But no, he doesn't do that. He doesn't attack no. him. Instead, he falls off the balcony what a weird construct of a hallway whatever the thing is with it he goes to this door and it's just like this bridge to nowhere the walkway <laughs> yeah this walkway in the middle that's just like another one of these weird if we're not in alleys we're in weird factory rooms like weird factory like yeah yeah that was that was weird i got confused yeah. with where we were when that happened yeah. and then there's like a big pipe next to it and then it's underneath is like the second level because there's a whole story underneath it and he falls but he knocks off. himself out for several hours we're talking about brain damage here that's what i was thinking i was like he's out for a while he shouldn't be like i'll around. give you i'll give you 15 minutes those rat those rats were, were helping those out rats were <laughs> <laughs> he's 
has some rats growing on him. Uh, yeah, but but but, merc- but, merc- but mercifully, it took him out of the story for a while, so we could go back to the more interesting story of Helen and everybody else. Because yeah. otherwise, we'd be focusing on his bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This would this would never have happened to Lucy Bender, girl freshman. <laughs> <laughs> I would have become a best friend. I would be like, you can't be doing this anymore, Helen. It's wrong. <laughs> have you seen my hat? <laughs> well, Mickey switches to braids at this point. Oh God. But still, but still, and she's got a new hat on, but it's still kind of fez esque because it's flat at the top. Yep. So it's like this weird baker's hat, but it's black. So she's again, like, again, she's supposed to be stealth, very conspicuous. And very these, conspicuous. And these braids go down to like her belly button almost. Yeah. Long oh, ass here today. They are Land O'Lakes braids. Here's where something happened that pissed <laughs> me off. <by> the <laughs> Not way. anymore because there's no lady on the butter anymore. So there. Yep. No, so they're talking to Jack about the compact. And they're like, it can make a woman fall in love with a man or a, a man fall in love with a woman. And they go, well, could it go for a, a man with a man? And he's like, no, I don't think this compact. So I wrote, that compact is homophobic. Oh. They specifically asked, could it have the same sex attraction? Well, I thought, I thought, well, I thought you know, Mickey was like, well, it won't work on me. Yeah. I'll go after it. It won't work on me. I'm Lucy Bender, girl freshman. Exactly. No, that, that's what I remember. Is, is yeah. It won't work on me. Have you seen my hat? <laughs> oh, i got to figure out our next move. I'll go look for Ryan. What, you, you think I'm going to leave you here alone? Why not? The compact wouldn't work on me, would it? Well, everything I've read, maybe it wouldn't. What about you? Just make sure I don't look at her all day. No, she'll just tilt the hat in front of her face real fast. Boop. So the devil is heteronormative. Yeah, that was... Just assume that. And also, there were no lesbians in Canada. At that point, they didn't exist. They didn't evolve yet. <laughs> Maybe our gaydar is just broken in Canada because too many people are wearing flannel. Well, that would make all of them lesbians or bears. But- exactly. Like everyone looks like a bear or a lesbian, and some of them are probably straight. But anyway, so he's down there. Mickey and, and, and Jack are off running around doing some shit, doing weird stealth shit. They're trying to find him, basically. They're trying to find him. They're kind of looking for and him. They're trying to find him or Helen. And I'm going, it's prom night. Why don't you go to the prom? Yep. That's probably where they are. It's every high, or somebody there will know where they are. But no, we have to cut back to Helen's house because oh. they're getting ready for the prom. Oh, oh my god! I loved every second oh. of all this. Oh my this god! And not an ironic way. It was great. Helen trying to put on makeup for the first time oh. was fabulous. Well, Patrick, you'll get this. Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven had Maddie, the ugly duckling. You know, you yeah, little yeah. touch of work, and she looks beautiful, yeah. like this blue little dress. Wait, Helen is the exact opposite. She's exactly what a teenager who doesn't normally dress up and do makeup and go out oh, does yeah. the first time makeup they go out. It's not intuitive, and hair is not intuitive. So it's obvious she's putting effort into it. So like she's got these like harsh lines over her eyelids where a shadow would go, and her hair is this awful matted mess off to one oh. side. And I got a fake eyelash in the middle of her forehead. <laughs> and she has this awful green satin dress, and it's just a fucking Shapeless. nightmare. It, it doesn't fit. It's, I can see she's going for the Cindy Lauper look yeah. and failing miserably. Well, yeah. and Which we've all been we've all been there. Like we've all been there where you saw something on a mannequin when you're a teenager, like, I'm gonna get that, I'll look great, and then you get home and you're like, oh god. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, uh, you need a stylist to pull that off. But then the sister and the brother are all looking nice and they're they look so nice. Yeah. They look really they look so nice. And, jo- and Joanne offered help. She offered to help. She was so excited to see the, like, well, why are you putting on makeup? What's going on? She came in looking for eyeliner and she's thrilled 
that her dear sister has a date. Oh, if it prom, had been my sister, I'd be like, that's my fucking eyeliner and I will murder you. Stay out of my room. Don't touch my things. Uh, and she's like, oh, you look so great. You're going to the dance after all. Who's your date? And Helen's like, he's going to come pick me up. Helen. I'm Helen. Helen, how come you're getting made up? None of your business. Are you going to the dance? That's great. You got a date. Why not? Why is that such a weird idea? Something like that. I'm delighted. Who is it? Somebody special. That's terrific. It's about time you started dating. Did you want me to help you with your makeup? No. Well, if you do want some help, just call me. Poor Joanne. <laughs> oh yeah, she gets the short end of the stick this episode. She really yeah. does. She really does. And and she offers to help. Yeah. Twice with the makeup. Yeah. What a pretty compact. Is it gold? No, it it's just cheap. It looks like gold. So this date of yours, uh, do I know him? Is he from school? I want it to be a surprise. Um, he's, 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 he's coming by tonight. That's great. Helen, I think you're going to have a wonderful time. And if there's anything I can do. In the scene in front of the vanity, the actual vanity. Nah. Not the vanity, the, yeah. No, I got it. Okay, fine. Just having a nice little meet cute yeah. not really meet cute but just like oh there's the oh there's a happy couple she gets the night nice, she comes down the stairs in her purple dress looking fabulous she looks great he looks yeah dashing as hell in his tux they, they are good. the perfect couple yeah joanne are you still alive maybe i should uh, call a paramedic or uh, come up and give you some mouth to mouth you wait right there okay but you're gonna have to make this up to me make what up to you mr thomas Mm. You look beautiful. I've never seen anything like this. Of course you haven't. There's nothing like me anywhere. <laughs> oh, that's for sure. Mm. And I'm sorry, I realize, I realize this is just me as a producer in my head or a director. I would have demanded that despite her outfit, that Helen would get a slow motion staircase entrance like an angel. That's because you're a ham, not because you're a producer. <laughs> that would have been funny. But we're not playing it for laughs. We're playing her as a threat. That's why we didn't do it. it wouldn't have, but it wouldn't have been for laughs because that's what Helen thinks she's doing. That's what. That's. The- we're not yeah. shooting the rest of this episode from her point of view at all. I would fight you on consistency. Fight, 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 fight. fight, fight. <laughs> that's the thing you were just talking about earlier about you being confrontational. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the patrons do. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't taking it. Um, but the other, but the, they're actually supportive of what Helen looks like. They don't. Yeah, neither of them feelings. go, honey, you can't go out like that. It's you made an effort. That's great. Your date's coming. That's great. We're going to go because we're already late. But if you need money for a cab, we got you. Like, they are so supportive. Yeah. How do I look? I think I look nice. Scott, do you think I look nice? Well, you certainly will attract attention, Helen. Do you really think so? as pretty as Joanne Scott? Yeah, in a different way. Uh, Helen, do you think maybe we should go and check out your makeup? 
I want to see what my date says. He might really like it. Are you trying to tell me I look funny? Can't I do something my way, something I want to do? Who are you to tell me what to wear or how to look? Helen. Joanne, Joanne, don't worry about it. What difference does it make? Maybe her date will like it. Better go. Can't you wait for my date to show up? Please? We're late already. Come on. Why can't we give her a few more minutes? We can hurt. Helen, can we just maybe take upstairs and just maybe fix a few things? And Helen snaps. Oh, she's like, you don't like the way I look. You think I can't. I think my boyfriend will like me like this. I think he'll like me like this. He'll love me like this. I want him to see me like this. Why can't I do anything my own way? And then she didn't say, like, to the boyfriend, like, hey, don't you think I look nice? Oh, yeah. The beginning of the end where she starts going, do you think I look nice? Do you think I'm prettier than Joanne? And he's... Which is a mirror of the flower woman. Yes. I hadn't even thought of that. Good observation. Mm-hmm. And he's all, he's like, he's like, you're, you're pretty in different ways. He's, you're pretty in different ways. It's uh, but also, you know, competition because you're going after the woman I love. So obviously I like her. Like, he's so nice about it. He doesn't yeah. snap at her once. But what I thought, just backtracking a yeah. bit. Before, before Joanne makes her entrance down the stairs, he calls up to her. He's like, Joanne, what's taking so long? Did you die up there? Do you need me to come up and give you moose to moose? Moose to moose. Moose to moose. This is where I can today. The moose to moose. But then this, this scene happens. And she, just as they're about to go out the door, Helen gets out the compact. Says, oh, Scott. Helen, we have to get going. We're late already. We couldn't leave money for you and your date to take a cab. Scott, am I prettier than Joanne? Well, you're up against some pretty stiff competition, Helen. Scott. Flashy, flashy. And Scott's gone. And this is just cruel. Oh, yeah. Helen's a it's real cruel. Bitch. It's brutal. Start, they just start making out in front of Joanne. Joanne, and Joanne's like, It's not funny, please stop. It's not, please. And like, Helen is just heartless. Scott, Scott, we have to get going. Scott, what are you doing? This isn't very funny. No, no, this is just fine, isn't it, lover? What are you doing? hurt her she does it a lot scott 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 for god's sake no let's fix it so she never bothers us again and then helen yeah Yeah. tells scott to kick her sister's ass yeah, she's so, mean to me all the time. She's awful to me. Wait, she we start, we start the with a sister yeah. fight. So Helen hits Joanne first, and then I'm like, okay, penned up sister, fine, I get that. And then she sticks Scott on her, and then it's she's like, oh, she's mean to me all the time. Make it so she'll never hurt me again. Yeah. That's what I wrote down. Helen is a little <sighs> bitch. Poor Joanne, who has done nothing to deserve this. Nope. Absolutely nothing. Nope. No. And even like how they haven't behaved realistically for the show, because when Helen starts making out with Scott, you know, the sister's like, well, what's going on here? Come on, this is a joke. 
cut yeah. it out. You know, she kind of has this little sort of escalation of realizing, oh, wait, yeah. something's not right. And, and then 30 seconds later, is being punched in the face by her boyfriend. Uh, Knocked unconscious. That was sad. Yeah. But brilliant. Brilliant. But brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant writing. <laughs> Shocking. But... Yeah. And then we cut back to them finding Ryan. Who cares? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, I, just, no. I don't like. There was like, they're so not part of the show. No, this episode, they find him and they're like, oh, why? Oh gosh! And, and she's like, stand up, stand up! Like, okay, if he has brain damage or like any kind of spinal injury, you want to keep him in the recovery position. It's Ryan. It's Ryan. How much more brain does he have? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that's not medical care. That's not what you do. He might be better new. <laughs> <laughs> they find the kid with his brain carved out by the saw. By the table saw. And they find Ryan. Yeah. And then the dog walked through. And <laughs> the dog's so cute. And, like, oh, and then all of a sudden, Mickey's like, let's split up. Don't split <sighs> a party. Damn it, Mickey. Well, then Jack was just like, you're an idiot. No, just stay with me. I got this. Okay. I think you got some hair loose. I think when your braids is coming loose. Yeah. Are they too tight? Are they too tight? Oh, cutting off circulation. Too tight. Oh. But then they finally get the bright idea. Oh, they're probably at the prom. Yeah. Of course. Right. I always love a good prom scene when they open on a disco ball. I'm like, oh, shit's going to go down. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's gonna go real bad. This is the worst night of everybody's life, right here. Canadian problems never go well. Oh, <laughs> Based on no, no. But the and, oh, great! It's so good. She's they the couple her, Helen and Scott show up, and it's like the parting of the Red Sea. Mm. <laughs> Jaws dropping. <laughs> yep. And Helen's got that smug little sneer on her face. The nasty mm-hmm. sneer. I can say sneer. I can totally say nasty sneer. Well. It's not like Carrie, where she's genuinely enjoying herself. Oh, no. I'm at the prom, and everybody likes me. No. No. Oh, well, because no. Carrie breaks your heart. But this is just like, no, stone-cold bitch, bad things are going to happen. Yep. And then they yeah. keep going back to her sister, who they basically— Who they have in this awful rig. They, they've hung her up on a ceiling lamp, and she's on her tiptoes in stockings on a chair. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's to kill her, but we want to make sure she suffers for as long as possible before she dies, which is so fucking mean. Yeah. Depending on how skinny of a teenager she is, her weight would probably break the lamp and then she could come down. Right? Maybe. 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 Yeah, maybe. Sure. maybe. Maybe. Well, this is also a show where Ryan can pass as a high schooler, so. Well, if, Fair enough. Well, if, if, if Mickey went in and burnt the cord to the lamp with the torch, how long would it take to burn through? 45 seconds. She has 45 seconds to live. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. 25 seconds, 25 seconds, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're emotionally torturing. Well, no, physically. We are all kinds of torturing Joanne. Yeah. The dance has yeah. gotten terrifying. And then uh, Helen takes Scott up to the roof to dance. Well, they, well first, well, no, they, they're having their, 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 romance, their, their first dance. And then Ricky and Mickey and Ryan burst in. Oh. Ricky and Again, Ryan. Their, to the rescue. Oh my God. You didn't expect to see me again, did you? Give me the compass. Leave me alone. Helen. Get him away from me. Why don't you tell him? Tell him what's in store for him. How are you going to kill him? You're going to have to kill him. You're going to have to kill him like you killed all the others. Scott, let's go. Hey, all right. In the middle of and I love everyone. That, I, love, I love that whoever I love that whoever was at the door of the prom was like, blood. Covered guy, go right in. Yeah, that makes fun. sense. Blood. That makes sense. I'm sure he just had too much. Oh, fun. oh, you're with oh, you're with Lucy Bender. Go right Let's in. Go. We all know Lucy. <sighs> but he calls Helen out in the middle of the whole dance floor. 
exactly. Like instead of like just being, he, looked, he goes, where are they? Where are they? And then he goes, oh, she's over there. And then he takes three steps. And like, ah! we know what you've done. Again, no stealth. Nope. No stealth. Nope. No stealth. But then also I went, Jack goes to Helen's house and finds oh, yeah. the sister and he rescues her and she collapses crying. And I'm thinking at no point does she say, who the fuck are you and why are you in my house? I got you. You're safe. You know what? Would you care? Yeah, I wouldn't care. She's fine. Uh, Would you care? At a certain point, she's Who are you? Get out of my house. Wait, but could you take me down first? Put me, put me, put me back up there right now, <laughs> sir. But it's just at a certain point, you'd be like, I did not give you? you consent to cut the rope. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't give a fuck. Do you want to get a pass from me? No, no, no. And no one she gets, and she just like curls up in his arms and is crying. I'm like, oh, and he just, I'm like, oh, there he is. That's Teddy Bear Jack. Yeah. yeah. There's Teddy Bear Jack. I can see why, because he's about to be like, oh, here's someone who's not a complete idiot. Oh, thank God. <sighs> why can't you on this start? <laughs> you seem really smart and nice. Look at your hair. It's totally normal. <laughs> yeah, so in, there's a melee. There's, somebody gets uh, – Scott punches Ryan. Yay. And in the interim, they run out. And Helen's like, oh, I have a great idea where we can be alone. She takes him up to the roof of another building. Scott, do you know how much I've always wanted you? No, not really. But it... Every time you came to see my sister, I died a little bit inside. And you ignored me. I didn't mean to. Look, what difference does it make? We're here now. We're together. You don't have any idea what I've had to do to get you here. No, the, the and, and it says it says auditorium in big letters by the oh. roof. So I don't, I'm not sure they were shooting in a high school, but whatever, it's fine. Yeah, but so they're on the roof and everyone's looking. I'm like, if you have it, if that's the auditorium, well, uh, so we had an auditorium. And it was two different things. Yeah, but it's a whole building. It's a whole building that's yeah. an auditorium. But anyway, whatever. They're up on the roof, like three or four and... stories up. And some some prom goers followed them out of the building, and they're starting to congregate down on the ground, watching them up on the roof. Because they were dancing pretty close to the edge. Yeah, on the edge. There, like she, she got up. She got up on the ledge, and he brought her, brought him up with her. And they're slow dancing, and she's doing her like regular rapport she's done with all the cursed men. Like, do you love me? Do you love me till the day you die? But she, she didn't know. She said the other one. She was like, "I love you. I love you." I've always oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, it was reversed. It was, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't want to kill you. I don't want to have to kill you. I want to be. But it occurred to me that the only way I could have you was in death. Yeah. Scott, I don't want you to die. I don't want to lose you. you so much but I know the only way I can have you is in death she pushes them both off which I totally did not expect I didn't expect it either it was so sad yeah. and again thanks Jack for bringing the victim along with you poor Joanne along with you so she could witness this her boyfriend and her sister dying Scott get down no I love you 
sad. Way to go, Jeff. I was shocked. Yeah. But again, here, yeah. what I was amused by production-wise, two things. First of all, they're on this roof, and clearly they're on a studio at a studio because there's this like cityscape behind them. I'm going, where are you? That is not the exterior that we saw. <laughs> that's, maybe that's right outside the high school they've been shooting at, obviously. But that's not there in the exterior shots. Which yeah. <laughs> nowhere. It's like really close buildings that are just not there. But that's nothing. Whatever. It's That's just me. But whenever they're shooting from the crowd's point of view, looking up, center of the screen, huge flapping American flag. Ah. The dancing couple. Oh, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> like you would think the dancing couple on the ledge would be center of the screen, but no, it's the flag. Here we are in America. And when they fall, they actually do a nice little slow motion and falling a good distance. I was like, okay, that's that's good. Yeah, no, they they hired some stunt people. It was very upsetting. Yeah. yeah. And then the episodes over almost. All, almost. Well, almost, um, almost. Mickey is really upset and Jack goes Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Jack has to go through Helen's purse first. He goes through Helen's purse and then leaves with her purse. On the roof, going through her purse and the contact's not in there. And so he just took the purse. <laughs> That's not suspicious at all. You, it's no crime scene, Jack. You just took somebody's kid's purse. He's like, I'm going to keep this for my own self. This is, this is for Tuesday nights. Oh, is it a yeah. trophy? I think he's just accessorizing. Yeah. Exactly. This will go great in the shop. <laughs> this will be great to hold my wig. Singular as if he only has one wig. So back on the ground, yes. we we have Mickey and she's so upset and she's just like questioning yeah. the nature of why we have the show and going, well, we, we couldn't save them. Like, what what's the point? What do we do? And Jack just tries to comfort her and it's sad and nice. All those people that died. That boy in the basement. Did you ever think we've been really lucky recovering all these things? The law of averages just caught up to us. And Ryan. A little rest and I think he'll recover. I don't think I will. I just keep thinking of that thing out there. More people are going to die because we didn't get it back, because we blew it. We do what we can. It has to be enough. All these damned and cursed objects that can't be destroyed, so it'll turn up again. We'll get it. What about all the people that are going to die because we didn't? It even says this is a law of averages. They caught up to us. We're not going to find every artifact. And I was like, wow. But then also, they gave up looking for that compact real quick. Oh, it's not in the purse. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> it's not in the, it, the purse. I said, they should have searched when the sun was out. Like, they should have come back after everyone got some sleep. For narrative's sake, I understand why we didn't. But, yeah, they, they didn't search very long yeah. or hard for that. I'm just going to say it wouldn't have been there anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Given the nature, of the, the, it just wouldn't have been found. It was didn't want to be found. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so they don't get the compact. They don't save anybody. It's a disaster. And Mickey is tore the fuck up yeah. about it. And Jack has to cut. Pepper. And she has a decent little scene. She has a decent little acting scene here. And so does Jack. Jack is, his explanation is as good as it can be. Yeah. Like it happens. Gotta get used it, to it. Yeah. It's, it was really upsetting. And she was very present in it. She had more chops than I gave her credit for. Yeah. 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 And she also looked like a human being. So it wasn't distracting. Yeah. Yeah. She's just like a normal person. Yeah. But generally upset. It was I love this episode. It's a great little episode. Yeah. 
and and Maya. Yes. The compact will be back. Oh no. Yep. So will Helen, and so will Scott, but in different really? roles. Really? Oh no. Yeah. I love when shows do that. Uh, I don't know about that, so that to look forward to. Oh. She's in three episodes, as a matter of fact. Oh, she really? Uh, She's a good actress. Yeah, I'm not sure if that counts. As, I'm not sure if that counts as like flashbacks and. Well, that's it's probably, it's probably in flashbacks when the compact comes back. One of my favorite parts of Deep Space Which, Nine, which by the way is not a good episode, is tracking every character that the guy who plays Wayun plays. I think he, he makes it up to across the different Star Trek shows. He makes it up to ten different roles. Wow, nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. there's a lot of prosthetics, but he's so good. I can't yeah. be mad. There's a guy on Buffy like that who I think played six roles over the seven seasons. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 But yeah, so that is Vanity's Mirror. I like this one. I did too. I, I liked it a lot. It had a good villain. It moved fast and it had a downbeat ending. Well, and like the villain looked like a teenager, but also had like a sincere evil cackle. I loved yeah. her. Yeah. And they had sympathetic people yeah. who either die or get the boyfriend and sister killed. Sympathetic people doing their best. Uh, I think. Yeah. Because uh, we were making fun of earlier the, the extras that don't go anywhere, do anything. And I think they're really getting better at fleshing out the other characters. Yeah. Definitely yeah, that way. I agree. Well, at least based on this episode. Based on this episode. Still, there's still some clunkers along the way. But like I said, things are tightening up. And I know there are a couple of episodes along the way that do go back and revisit themes that we've already seen. Mm. Hmm. But do it better. Like the episode that David Cronenberg directed. There's a Cronenberg uh, Episode yeah. and you didn't tell me. Yeah, wow. the Cronenberg episode in this season, I think, yeah. where uh, a cult faith healer, faith healer, where he's a faith healer, and he's got a glove that can heal anybody, but you have to pass on whatever you healed to somebody else. That, that will sounds kill them. fun. Gonna, yeah. But it's like, but it's like Doctor Jack. It's a better written version of Doctor Jack. Sure. Good. And normally, I would, I would, I would yell at a series for double dipping. But if you're gonna actually improve on what you did before, fucking it, yeah, double yeah, dip. Do oh, yeah. it. If you got Cronenberg to do it, then. Yeah. Okay. Celebrity castings. Oh. Okay. I got one. I got one. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead, Maya. Well, I was going to say from a couple angles, Helen looked a lot like Kristen Schaal. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. Uh, so I want to see it. I want to see it with Kristen Schaal going full like Louise from Bob's Burgers on Louise it. Louise Bob's Burgers. Oh, I don't care you like I do. <laughs> no, you smell like ointment and pee. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Halfway through, I was like, oh, Kristen Schaal. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Kristen Schaal. Yep. And she kind of looked I like, like her. Uh, yeah, from, from certain angles. Yeah. I went with, I'm just going to do a cameo, mm-hmm. not one of the major roles, uh, in the role of Sylvia, mm-hmm. Amy Sedaris. Oh, yes. that would be so good. As Jerry Blank, of course. Yeah, thank God I'm attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go someplace a little more private. <laughs> Yeah, I'm here for that. That's great. Well, actually, Amy Sedaris is Helen. Amy Sedaris is Helen would have been funny. Amy Sedaris is anything. Yes. Right? Yeah. She can do anything, it's which true. I think is great. And she's a chameleon. Yeah. Uh, I don't have an alternate curse, but this was uh, this was something that I thought of the second time through. Like, because I said I love a good prom scene, and I love when they open on that mirror ball to the music. It's like, oh, it's the perfect night. It's the greatest night of your life. And I'm like, you know, it's going to end in disaster. I'm like, I was hoping. Like, wouldn't it have been cool? I wonder what would have happened if, when confronted, Helen shone the light of the compact oh. onto the mirror. Ball. A mirror 
Oh, that would have been so cool. And all of a sudden, everybody in there is in love with Helen. <laughs> oh, oh, um, um, once in love with Helen, always in love with Helen. Don't you make that face at me, my brother. Don't you make that face at me. <laughs> Helen's not Amy. Um, yeah, there's a Rick and Morty episode about that where it's not it's not a light, but I think it's a virus or a pheromone where everyone at the high school like really wants to fuck Morty to the point of like murdering each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a Buffy one like that too with the love curse that goes wrong. Yeah. Mm. On Xander. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I thought that would have been an interesting way to end that one. That but would have been I, a I'm good very happy play. That... I would have liked that. Yep. But I'm still very happy the way I'm not happy the way it turned out. It's a bit heartbreak the way it turns yeah. out. Yeah. Poor Scott, poor Joanne. They're never getting, well, he's never getting over because he's dead. But poor Joanne, she's going to be in traction. For, she's back too. Oh, really? The actress of the character? I think she, hel- I think she, I think she helps hump that, hunt down the combat. Okay. Oh, when it comes back. Cool. Yeah. And she never did anything else. She was good. She was good. Yeah. And like she looks like she looks so fucking familiar. Maybe she's yeah. got one of those faces though, because she's just very pretty. Yeah. She was hot and blonde. Gosh, she's such a rare type. I know. Hard to find work. Yeah. Her and Scott. And by the way, I also love that they had no parents. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. I wasn't sure if that was on purpose, if they just didn't want to hire actors to play the parents, or if I don't know. I mean, on part of me, I'm going, they don't have any parents. What, what parent would miss prom night? Your mom is going to be embarrassing taking a zillion pictures of you on prom night. But on the other hand, that's just more loose ends that we didn't need. Yeah, yeah. you're right. And if Helen was your kid, I'd be away from the house most often, too. Fair enough. <laughs> they hate each other. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Why did we create that? <laughs> Hello, older daughter. Hello, Helen. <laughs> Could you not call us mother and father, please? Thank you. <laughs> you can call us Jane. Actually, just call us long distance. Call. We're sending you to boarding school. Just go away. Wash. Wash. Yeah. Heartbreaker of an episode. Yeah, and it is nice to see the good guys lose for a change. Yeah. Like you said, yeah. they weren't in it a whole lot. It focused more on the, on the new supporting characters, and I like that. Me also. Yeah. Yeah. But yet we still had Mickey moments. Yes, we did. Oh, gorgeousness. She looked amazing. She did. I'm like, why? Why? I re- it's really hard to make fun of you this hard for looking this great, but it's inappropriate great. Yeah. It's distracting. I want to know what the whole thing was like. Was it a costume designer or was Roby the one making the suggestions? Where did this I'm come from? guessing at this point, at this point, everybody knows that Roby's the moneymaker yeah. Yeah. of the show, given the audience of teen boys yeah. for the show. Yeah. And Roby all of a sudden, like, oh, just let her do whatever she wants. But the show would have been oh, so much worse if she hadn't had that Roby style. I mean, that's such a critical part of the show. Yeah, then it oh, would have yeah. just yeah. been oh, another yeah. generic Monster of the Week movie. Yeah. But alas, it's a Monster of the Week movie plus Roby. Plus Roby, which is, is great. It's not half bad. Well, and Jack and Ryan had something too. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the whole bag. Yeah. But you know, Roby is the, what, what? Who do we talk about the most? Who does everybody talk about the most? Roby's hair and Roby's clothes. <laughs> mm. Roby's accent. Roby's everything. She's an obsession, you know. And she gets her kicks from the neck up, <laughs> above the neck, above the neckline. <laughs> yeah, she does. Okay, so next time we will be doing Shadow Boxer. Okay. And it, but it's probably going to be jarring going back in time, but it's my birthday. Deal with it. That's the that's the that's the downside of the curse. Uh, <laughs> I'll deal with it. It'll be fine. Well, I guess let's go wrap it up. Thank you, Maya. Thank you, Trey, for joining me. This has been fun. Thank you, patrons, for continuing to support the show. I hope you're enjoying all this. And 
So since I can't think of anything else I could possibly say, I guess the store is closed until next month. Please find your way out. Please bring your items to the checkout counter. Yeah, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Thanks, though. So until next time, thank you, everybody, for joining me. Have a great rest of the month. And, well, from everyone here at the Very Curious Cure Shop, we have got one thing to say. Damn you, Uncle Lewis! All right. Thank you, Trey and Maya, for coming out and playing for this episode, for this uh, very special sneaky-peaky look at what we do over at Damn You Uncle Lewis on Patreon. If you like what you heard, please become a patron, which you can do by going to www.patreon.com slash screamqueens. Of course, that's queens with a Z. The link's down there in the show notes. Of course, you'll be supporting the show. And it will also unlock other premium content like The Final Reel, in which I provide you the inside scoop of what I've been watching that I'm not going to be talking about on the show anytime soon. Plus, now that the theaters are open again, what you should be seeing in the theater or what you should be saving your money for, for something decent, for something normal. I don't know what I'm saying. Patreon.com slash Scream Queens. Do it. It's where the cool kids hang out. Before we wrap things up, I want to say thank you to one of my partners in crime, one of my affiliates, and that is Captivate FM. Captivate FM is my podcast hosting company, and they are the only podcasting company that is actively involved in helping you grow your podcast, making your show grow. And they do that by providing all kinds of tools. Every month there's something new and fabulous. Making life easier, making things simpler, and getting you even further distribution, getting your show into more ears, your advertisements into more eyes with the least amount of work possible. How can you not love that? I love it. You know how much I hated my own podcast hosting company? A lot. A lot. And the amount of stress I don't have in my life anymore, thanks to Captain Event, makes it worth every penny. And you, because you're fabulous, you get a seven-day free trial of Captivate FM by going to www.screamqueens.com slash captivate. Check it out for yourself. See the difference and feel the growth. That came out dirtier than I expected. So what's coming up on Scream Queens next time? Well, it's June, for starters. And then only is it busting out all over. It's Pride Month. Yay! I have selected a whole bunch of brand new Pride-themed, gay-themed, queer-themed at Scream Tees, the official Scream Queens merchandise store, where you can get all your fabulous Scream Queens merchandise, as well as all these hand-curated designs that I picked from the Public's library of artists that reflect our Scream Queens aesthetic. A little bit flirty, a little bit naughty, a little bit gay, whole lot of cats. Check them all out at www.screamqueens.com slash merch. And again, you'll be supporting the show, and you'll be supporting the independent artist's who made that design? Win, win, win. Get them on a t-shirt. Get them on a sweatshirt. Get them on a hoodie. Get them on a phone case. Get them on a pillow. Get them on a tote bag. Get it on just about anything you can think of, but get them at the Scream Queen store at www.screamqueens.com slash merch. Is that all you're doing for Pride Month? No. 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 For the next episode. Normally during Pride Month, I will feature, you know, a really gay movie. Something with something that's really queer or is made by queers or has got a queer through line. This time, we're focusing on a movie that has a extraordinary performance from a gay actor who we've lost. That actor is comedian Tom Villard, and that movie is Popcorn from 1991. That's the one where the film students are putting on a one-night horathon, but they're being knocked off by the William Castle like gimmicky devices featured in the movies that they're showing by an unknown murderer. Oh my gosh, who's gonna survive? And is it okay to eat a dead person's popcorn? Is that okay? I don't know. We'll, we'll cover that in the show. And to do that, I'm gonna be joined by rugged, handsome, bedimpled actor Dan Dominguez. He's gonna be back, as well as a brand new guest, 
Peter Edmondson, who I've known for a really long time, and I only just recently found out he likes horror movies. He's super weird, he's super gay, he's super fabulous, and you're gonna love him. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can do that by finding me on Facebook, Scream Queens, where horror gets gay. I'm on Twitter, at Scream Queens. I'm on Instagram, at Scream Queens Podcast. Of course, if you want to become a patron, www.patreon.com slash Scream Queens. And if you liked what you heard today, hey, share it with a friend. You see it on social media, share it on your feed. That does worlds of wonders for the show. There's no better advertisement than you. And hey, if this was your first time here, I hope you enjoyed yourself. If you did enjoy yourself, please follow us on your favorite podcatcher. That would be super cool. Welcome, welcome, all are welcome. Now that I've said that, it's time to kick everybody out. So (laughs) So till next time, my beautiful, beautiful screamers, continue to make the world a more fabulously creepy place by following the Scream Queen's golden rule. Say it with me, kids. Fight or flight, survive the night, make it to the final reel. Wear a fucking mask. Wash your fucking hands. Keep your fucking distance. Get the fucking shot. Don't forget for a second that I love you. See you in June. Mwah. All of the music for tonight's show, unless otherwise specified, has been written by Sam Haynes. You can find all of his music at www.bandcamp.com. Bitches! <laughs> Ew.